millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, you're listening to another bonus episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we're talking Clifford, the big red dog. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. And this week in Clifford, the big red dog, a young girl bullied at school, finds a friend in an unusual puppy named Clifford. Her love for the little red dog makes Clifford grow to an enormous size in this family-friendly film based on the iconic Scholastic book series. Clifford is directed by Walt Becker, who did Van Wilder Party Liaison (laughs) and Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. What a filmography that is. (laughs) The screenplay is by Jay Sherrick, David Ron, who both did the Smurfs movies, and Blaze Hemingway, who wrote Playmobil the movie, with a story by Justin Mallon and Ellen Rappaport. Clifford the Big Red Dog stars Darby Camp, Jack Whitehall, Isaac Wang, and the legendary John Cleese. The legend himself. So in Clifford, if you're familiar with the books, did you grow up with the books? I don't have fond memories of reading the Clifford books, but I know who Clifford is. He's a Mm. big red dog and that's really Mm. all I took away. Were you familiar with the story? Yeah, I loved reading them. They've been around since the 60s. Gosh, that's a long time. I haven't been around since the (laughs) 60s. Let me just make that clear. It's a really nostalgic character. Beloved by many children everywhere. So in the movie, Emily is introduced to her little red puppy, by a mysterious purveyor of strange animals in his curious-like tent, 
Yes. Which sounds a bit shady. It does. It kind of felt like it was run and owned by Dr. Doolittle, yes. didn't it? It definitely yes. had those vibes to yes. it. While she's being babysat by her irresponsible uncle, played by Jack Whitehall. Yes. Irresponsible is definitely a word yes. to describe him. And he doesn't change much throughout the film. He doesn't. There isn't much of a character arc there. Not really. No. There is a great line at the beginning of the movie, which I think encapsulates this movie, though. Mm-hmm. It's a nice takeaway message. So John Cleese narrates, magic is all around if you know where to look. I love that. Isn't that nice? That is really nice. Doesn't it just warm your cockles? And it's also a tale about two lost souls, finding each other and about being accepting of the differences that you find in others. Different is good, people. Different is absolutely good. It is about not fitting in. And if you stand out, it's okay to Mm. stand out. And it's about forgiveness finding yourself amidst a world who drags you down and your own self-worth getting in the way Mm. of your own success. And so there's a few characters grappling with that, aren't there? Mm. You've got Emily, of course, she's new in town, come to the big smoke, the big apple, Mm. New York City. She doesn't know anyone, doesn't have any friends. Of course, her mum, she's a single Mm mum. And of course, she's been whisked away Mm. for work. So in comes her hopeless, Mm. (laughs) her brother, to look after her, Casey, and all this, you know, drama, chaos, slapstick yep. ensues as a result. When the dog grows to be the size Gi- of the house. Gigantinormous. Yes. Is that a real word? No, I don't know. It is now. It is now. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the other big red dog in the room okay. <laughs> for a second. Jack Whitehall's accent. Oh, my God. Okay. So Jack Whitehall is extremely British. He is quintessentially British. Very British. And he's doing an American accent. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a bit average. Very, very average. Yeah, okay. You're being kind. Okay. But why was he doing an American accent? Because let's just break this down for a second. Yeah. In the movie, his sister, so Emily's mother, mm-hmm. is British. She's British. So why didn't they just let him have his British accent? Well, they had this really weird exposition that explained why he didn't have a British accent. It was because he grew up in America where his sister went back over to the UK and it really didn't make any sense. And you're like, but why? You could have just made it so much simpler. Yeah. But why? I didn't understand this. Was it maybe to make him relatable to American audiences? Maybe. You know what? That's probably what it was. Because Which is having dumb. two British people would make it a British film. <laughs> yeah. Three British people. You put John Cleese in there as well. Yeah, that's actually very true. I mean, John Cleese can do an American accent, so we didn't have to be British. It was set in New York. So I guess they felt they had to have an American main character. It was a strange choice. You almost can't get more American than New York City. But anyway, what I found really, really odd, Mm. more odd than the fact that Jack Whitehall's character Casey was American, Mm. was that he constantly kept mocking and satirising the British accent throughout the film. (laughs) Yes. Like putting on the accent. It's like, why? They made a British guy do an American accent and then do a British, British accent, accent, an American, a British doing American, doing a British accent. It was the weirdest choice. It was a bit strange. I mean, this film made a lot of weird choices, but yeah, I'm really glad you pulled that out because <laughs> we what the fuck. Anyway. Let's talk about the delightful Darcy Camp for Please. a second. She's gorgeous, really sweet, and just took me on the emotional roller coaster. Just filled all the little poor filled potholes <laughs> in the story. 
Yeah, she is very smart, like you said, really mm. intelligent. She's really kind and mm. she's a hopeful young girl and she sees the good in people. Yeah. One of the earlier moments in the film that I really loved that encapsulated her as a character with a big heart mm-hmm. was her interactions with the people within her building complex yeah. and the surrounding small businesses, just a motley crew of all sorts of yeah. people, condensed milk woman. That's uh, <laughs> one of my favourites. Yeah. That makes no sense to you. Yeah, I just loved that whole sentiment about the community feel that Emily, you know, fostered. Yeah, and it was – Darcy Camp did such a great job of it. She's great. Really enjoyable to watch. And obviously with family movies like this, often the kids have their heads screwed on way more than the adults around them. (laughs) And, you know, she was just, you know, rolling her eyes from time time and time again because all the adults just had no idea what to do. And I was actually really impressed by the way she was interacting with the CGI dog. Yeah. Which we'll talk about a bit. You felt Later. the connection at least. Yes. Yeah. Yes. John Cleese goes without saying. He just delivers all of his lines with perfect comedic timing, of course. And I love that his character is named after Clifford's creator, Norman Bridwell. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Nice little throw mm. to the author. So CGI mm-hmm. was not great. Was not great. You said something to me when we came out. Mm, it reminded you of the CGI in the first Harry Potter movie, yes. like the troll. There's a troll in the dungeon or whatever. <laughs> Thought you ought to know. <laughs> yes. But look, CGI aside, which mm. was a little – when you think about it though, they didn't get the CGI right on the one CGI character. So it was a little mm. bit disappointing and confusing that it felt a little uncanny valley. But at least the character of Clifford was yeah. absolutely fun. He was so energetic and he, they definitely animated him to, to give off the puppy vibes, mm, right? He yeah. was certainly acted like a puppy. They seem to be leaning into realism of sorts in their design though with his features because Clifford actually has basset hound-like rounder eyes, like more oval-shaped eyes and longer ears. So yeah. what they've chosen here is to make him more like a Labrador. And the colouring, what did you think of the colouring? Well, I mean, he's meant to be very, very red. Yeah. It was I, quite vibrant, quite bright red. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't do that in the film. They lent more towards just like a shade of, yeah. of natural Natural red. Brown red. Yeah. You know, CGI animals have had a bad rap in the film world recently. Mm. You know, you think about Sonic. Yes. That delayed the movie so they could fix his massive design problems. Mm. The Lion King went too far into realism. It was like a David Attenborough documentary. Photorealistic, yeah. Yeah, too much. So why can't CGI animals be right? I think it comes down to the fact that they're trying to make them something that they're not. Acknowledge and honour the source material, that he is a Mm. caricature. So I feel like they mustn't have learnt anything from the whole Sonic the Hedgehog thing because his redesign was a huge tick. Yeah. It would have been so odd to have watched Sonic the Hedgehog, which was quite an enjoyable film, with Mm. the original different uncanny design. Yeah. I do think they they missed something here in making Clifford feel too real but at the same time looking less than real. Yeah, it's all a creative choice, isn't it? It is. It's all a creative choice. Anyway. Just quickly, when Mm. Clifford, when we first meet him, he's left and abandoned in in this warehouse. And I'm a new puppy dad. My husband and I have had Mushu for just over six months now. Mm -hmm. And I've always connected with films with dogs in it, whatever. You know, they're really beautiful. They they give you a nice warm hug and Clifford certainly did. But the sounds of a sad Clifford just hit different for me this time yeah. because I'm thinking of little Mushu yeah. and the little sounds he makes. Mm-hmm. And I was like really affected by 
poor little sad Clifford yeah, yeah, that I never had before in a film like this. Because it's typical of a film like this where they pull on the heartstrings at the beginning and, of course, baby Clifford is separated from his mum. Mm, which is really sad. It is really sad. Let's switch gears for a second okay. talk about something happy and fun. I yeah. really enjoyed the sight gags yeah. in this film. I laughed out loud a lot. A lot of the slapstick stuff. Yeah, and the silly humour. It, it did make me laugh out loud. And I, I, look, you only needed to look in the room that we were in, yes. a packed cinema of, of – parents and their kids and you know the slapstick was something they leaned into time and time again jack whitehall was always stumbling over something (laughs) but when clifford becomes big for the very first time he's in emily's room and he was knocking things over people were falling over doing wacky weird things and the kids just lapped that up and it just brought you along for the ride more than i guess if we were in a cinema just with film critics it would have been a very (laughs) different vibe in the room i think definitely definitely shall we wrap up clifford the big red dog tim yeah let's give it a go lee okay so clifford the big red dog is a heartwarming family film full of sequences that will just delight kids especially they were literally squealing as you said in the Mm -hmm. screening that we watched the production quality doesn't quite live up to the nostalgia of the source material for adults, but its lovely message will hit where it matters and some big fun is sorely welcome at this time of year. I'm giving Clifford the Big Red Dog two and a half popcorn kernels. Look, this film wasn't made for me and that's okay. So I'd like to share the exclamations I heard while watching the film in a cinema packed with parents and their young, excited children. That's Clifford! And yes. my fa- and my favorite one, cutest puppy ever. Aww. I heard just dragged, just, you know, dragged <laughs> out. I just absolutely lapped that up. So clearly, this film, along with its colorful action, comedy, and feel-good sentiment, resonated with its intended audience. However, for me, it did lack compelling characters, and the soppy preachy final act is cringe incarnate. But hey, it absolutely means well. I'm going to rate Clifford the Big Red Dog two and a half popcorn kernels as well. well. There you have it, guys. Clifford the Big Red Dog is in Australian cinemas from December 30, so make sure you take your kids to see it because they will love it. All right, guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.